0: Prospects Radio Show. It's the NHL Entry Draft. We just wrapped up the first round, and it was a very interesting night indeed. A lot of surprises. Uh, there were some players that I thought were picked a little off the board. I thought there was a bunch of players that uh, could have been potentially picked later if the team wanted to trade down. So let's start with that. Let's start with a couple of the players I thought were picked a little bit high, and the team that picked them could have been. Uh, Could have been exploring trade-down options. Maybe they they did and they weren't available. The first one is the third overall pick, Montreal Canadiens. They took Jesperi Kotkaniemi. There's been a lot of talk about this since the Combine for the last few weeks. And uh, coming out of the media day yesterday, I I really got the impression that Philip Zadina really wanted to play in Montreal. He wanted to be the third overall pick. He had his heart set on playing in Montreal. Uh, They didn't take him. Uh, they went ahead and, and took Jasperi Kotkaniemi uh instead. And uh, in an interview at the draft, uh, Zadina asked about that and uh, he, he seemed very upset. And uh, they asked, What kind of player he is or What does he bring to a team? He says, I bring the goals. So if you ended up getting Philip Zadina in your fantasy league, I think you're going to want him to, to play uh, Montreal and, uh, and Ottawa quite a bit, because he seemed very disappointed that he slipped a little bit, and uh, that they took Kachuk and Kenyani and, and Hayden even ahead of him. Uh, so that was that was very interesting. Uh, speaking of Barrett Hayden, he's another player I thought was uh, picked a little bit above his pay grade. Uh, I did not have him at five, uh, maybe in the top ten, but uh, not at five. So it just goes to show you the value of centers uh, in the NHL draft. Ty DeLandria, another center uh, from the Flint Firebirds. He was picked by the hometown Dallas Stars. Got a roaring ovation, as you would expect. Uh, I thought he was a player that, uh, that moved up the chart a little bit. Uh, I did not have him inside the top 20. not even sure I had him in the first round. Speaking of players I didn't have in the first round, here comes three more. Liam Foody. Uh, He's a London Knights player. They really do a good job of developing players. Um, He's he's very fast. Uh, I would say that the problem with his is maybe his his hands can't keep up with the skill level that his feet provide. Uh, Jay O'Brien is a player that's coming out of uh, high school hockey. I'll talk a little bit about him in a bit with Cam. Uh, Nicholas Boden, another player we'll talk about, uh, didn't see him going in the first round at all. Uh, So that was a bit of a shocker. Big winners for me for the day are the New York Islanders for sure. Uh, they picked at 11th and 12th with the uh, Calgary Flames pick. They picked up Oliver Wallstrom and Noah Dobson. Look for Wallstrom to hopefully find some chemistry with Matt Barzell on the island, the playmaker, uh, Wallstrom the finisher. Uh, I think that's got potential to be a, a really lethal fantasy combination. Noah Dobson on the back end could be their number one defenseman uh, in a in the, in the short time, a year or two maybe. Another team I thought did quite well for themselves was the Detroit Red Wings. They were fortunate enough to have a couple players I thought fall down the rankings. Uh, Philip Zedina, as I mentioned, he dropped down from... I thought he should have gone third, at least. Uh, and he fell down to sixth overall. And a huge dropper for me was Joe Valeno, who fell all the way down to 30th. Um, maybe not unlike... Eli told in last year, who he fell way down the draft chart and was picked at 30th as well. And uh, since then, his stock has, has rebounded nicely. So I think the Detroit Red Wings might be getting uh, a really good value pick there. Uh, but Cam and I had uh, just a couple minutes to sit down together before we crash for the night and uh, just do a quick recap. So let's bring in Cam and uh, see what his thoughts were. The NHL 2018 Entry Draft first round is in the books. Uh, I'm back at the Fairmont Hotel in Big D with uh, fellow Dopper prospects writer Cam
1: Robinson. So, Cam, it's your first draft. It's pretty fun. What'd you think? Oh yeah, having a great time. Busy, busy. Uh, pretty exhausted here right now after day one, but it's uh, yeah, it's been a great time. It's a good day. It's a great. It's day. a good day. All right, and this draft didn't disappoint. There was, uh,
0: there was a lot of speculation going into it, who could go where, trades and whatnot. Not a whole lot of trades in the draft, but there there were a whole lot of kind of off-the-board picks. Uh, so the first two were a bit of a slam dunk. Uh, what did you think of Montreal picking Cotton Yemi at, at third?
1: Yeah, I expected it, to be honest with you. I, I talked to Phil Zadina yesterday, and he sounded pretty confident that they might swing on him at three, but I, I still felt that they liked the center, and they targeted him, and uh, they got their guy. I thought Kachuk at
0: four was great. Hayton seemed to be a little bit high for me at Arizona. I thought they passed up some other
1: players that I would have never done, but uh, they liked their guy. Would you have taken Barrett Hayton that high? Uh, No, no. So I had Hayton, I think, you know, 16, 17, something like that. Uh, we were just talking to Jim Benning a minute ago, and he said that he wasn't overly surprised at the how difficult it is to get centers that you like. And so uh, teams weren't looking to jump up this year, so I'm sure Arizona maybe looked to slide back a few spots and get a pick and take their, their guy Hayton uh, later on. But, you know, if that's who they like, that's, uh, that's who they got. I thought
0: Detroit did well, getting Zadina and uh, Joe Valeno early and late. Uh, I thought Joe Veleno was really late. Uh, we had a chat about that earlier. You didn't care so much for... For Voleno, you thought he was picked appropriately or even a little high still?
1: I mean, I had him in the 20s, so him going 30 is, is fine. I did say to you that I might have been being a little soft just because uh, everybody and their dog had him around 10, and I definitely didn't agree with that, but I didn't have the cojones to drop him out of round one. Uh, looks like I was maybe closer with the NHL guys.
0: Should have followed your gut on that, huh? Yeah, yeah, i I don't that see one. it, so listeners, if you if you like Joe Villano, I'm on your side uh what was another big one that was a real off the board pick for you because there was a number of those
1: yeah the two that really stand out liam foodie there at 18 to columbus you know the kids got great wheels but not a ton else uh you know i thought he would have been fine in middle of the second round so grabbing him at 18 there that's a big swing and then uh, a few picks later uh philip johansen to uh minnie at 24 uh, i i just don't see it you know i, I I think I had him in the sixties, so he seemed like a third rounder to me. Uh talking to Ryan Beach there. His his likely uh percentage to make the NHL I think was two two point eight or something like that for comparable players. So wow. We'll see. The Wild uh, obviously liked him and saw something. He's a, he's a decent skater and you know he can move the puck a little bit, I guess, but yeah, I, uh, I definitely uh, was would not surprised. have taken him before your boy Bach. Mm, yeah, it was funny. I was on the radio and uh, the boys asked me, who, who's a worthy guy to jump up if uh, a team's looking to, to trade up and grab someone? And I, Dominic Bach. I can't believe he's still on, sitting there. Uh, and about a minute later, St. Louis uh, did the did the deed and got up there and grabbed a, a home run at twenty five. One of the biggest fallers for me uh, outside of Valeno, uh, Noah Dobson
0: going to 12th overall, New York Islanders. New York Islanders, are, they're my winner for tonight. Um, I mean, it's hard to argue with Buffalo getting Dolan, but uh, for where they were picking, I thought they got two like home run picks with Noah Dobson and, and Oliver Wallstrom. Um, didn't see Noah Dobson falling as far as uh, outside the
1: top 10, even. What would you think of that? Oh, man, it was crazy. So, yeah, I had uh, Wallstrom at five, tops at six uh, on my board, and they could have gone there, and no one would have blinked an eye. So to get them at 11-12, you're, you're absolutely right. So the Islanders are the big winner for me. Um, somehow Matt Barzell's stock continues to rise. So can you imagine him passing the puck to Wallstrom for the next decade? That is going to be scary. Yeah, I wonder if that has any impact on uh,
0: John Tavares' decision. Probably not probably more financially based a uh, couple more players real quick um, <coughs> Jay O'Brien uh, so here's a player I didn't see much kids playing high school hockey I'm not sure how much you saw of him uh, but I did not expect him to go in, in the first round let alone inside the top 20
1: Thoughts on Jay O'Brien. Yeah, I like Jay O'Brien. I, I had glimpses of him a little bit this season, and I liked his speed. I liked his work ethic. Uh, I went out of my way to search out more film on him late in the year, and uh, I think I ended up with him at 24, 25 even on my board, so I liked him at that spot. Uh, Philly obviously liked him a lot too, grabbing him at 19, so I, I liked that pick. A concern for me on him is he played high school all year. He hardly played
0: any USHL games. He didn't really play any high-level hockey, so it's difficult to get a real good grasp on them. Uh, I mean, there's been other players that played high school, Casey Middlestadt, but I mean, he also played a lot of USHL in his draft year and played
1: international. is that a concern for you, man? Yeah. So obviously, next season in the NCAA is going to be very telling for O'Brien, and he's a late '99 birthday, so he's a little bit older for this class too, which made it even more difficult to kind of assess him at the high school level. Um, but I do, like I said, I I like his speed. I like his work ethic. Uh, he's got good hands. Uh, I think he's a player, and you know, a big, you know, he's he's fairly physical too. Uh, a centerman like that, uh, centerman, you know, they are they are what teams are after these Hot days. Commodity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right, so.
0: A couple of players, uh, I think their fantasy stock's going to take a big boost because they got uh, they got a, a higher draft pick than I thought they would, Nicholas Bodin, for starters. Uh, I don't think too many people had him inside the first round. Uh, he did real well in the O. He had a lot of points. Um, didn't
1: get a lot of respect. He's maybe the Rodney Dangerfield
0: of the 18 draft. What do you think of
1: him? Yeah, yeah, playing in the queue, playing with Drummondville. I, uh, when they announced that from Drummondville, I was like, oh, here we go, Valeno's coming up. Uh, and it was Boudin And you know He put up a point of game uh, Left shot guy Good puck mover uh, I like him Going to Chicago I thought that was a great pick Yeah
0: for sure um, Let's see Another player uh, Jacob Bernard Docker Going ahead of Johnny Tyconic They were both pretty Pretty closely ranked In a lot of rankings But it was always Tyconic one And, and Docker Bernard Docker two uh, Were you
1: surprised By that one? A little bit I like that pick though um, I thought that was a That was a pretty fun one too Uh He's a good player. Apparently, him and Tyconnick are, are boys too, from way back. So, yeah. Uh, I'm sure he'll be giving his buddy a ribbing later on that he got picked. Uh, someone's gonna get a nice pick there with Tyconnick early tomorrow morning for sure, though. Yeah. Speaking of early tomorrow morning,
0: it is coming. It's coming fast. We're gonna wrap this up. We'll uh, we'll pick this up maybe tomorrow a uh, little bit tomorrow. Uh, talk to you then, buddy. Sounds good, man. Cheers.